Okay, ready ready to talk about the episode? Yeah. Yeah. Kim, you ready? Did, no, I'm not Kim, Kim has seen it, right? Yeah, Kim saw it. Kim said I was um when I when the Raven got there too fast, Kim said I was being too nitpicky. I have a couple notes you in here where I can I recognize that I'm being too nitpicky, honestly. Yeah, I, I can, like, I get, at this point, we should just get it. Yeah. But, like, what else are they supposed to do? At least have that scene later in the episode. But you would forget. <laughs> uh, that's what they want. That's what they want. So why didn't they do it? I don't know. You would forget, you would forget, like, what just happened. I wouldn't, because anytime something happens, someone says, I just got this raven set from Daenerys Targaryen on Dragonstone. Yeah. Yeah. God. But I, I was being. I got it. I know. Thank, you, thank you for being there to reel me in. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and tell Brooks about your my girl incident the other day. Kim got mad at me because I criticized the music selection in My Girl Two. What was the song? The song that played at the end of the movie is My Girl. Well, welcome to Problematic City, Population movie. U. What? It's the best song for the movie. And I said it was too on the nose, and Kim. Didn't agree with me. Why? Because she says they say the name of the the thing over and over again. Yeah, she says it's the best song for the movie. It's called I My mean, Girl. It... The movie is called My Girl. It's called My Girl Two. They should have played the song twice. <laughs> I mean, I mean. Now we will begin the dance. This is the Bronx dance. Uh, hello, I'm... Nope. Hello, and welcome to Post Game of Thrones, the official Game of Thrones podcast of the books of the show of the George R. R. Martin. I'm your host, Eddie Colazzo, also known as Ken Spliffy Jr. And... <laughs> you like that one? Yeah. And with me, as always, is Brooks Ogles. Hey, I'm that old wrestler with the bull whip, a.k.a. Brooks. Hey. Hey, we watched Game of Thrones again, and it was bad. We watched it again. To, okay. To be... I, I marinated it on it for a few hours... And it wasn't as bad as the first one. No, yeah, it wasn't. There actually were some things, like, in a different timeline, this episode would have been fine. Yeah, because there are, there, are, there are, I can point to two characters who do things for a reason that was set up. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, like, at this point, like, cool. And they, like, reference things that happened before, but it's too late now. Like, yeah, you can, this is, this is a Cogman joint, and you can tell that Cogman's you, the only one who read the Spark Notes for the, the last two books. Great work by Brian Cogman here. Great work by Brian Cogman. Uh, yeah, he's the only one who remembers anything that, ha- like, he must do, even if he doesn't write the episode, he does every single previously on to remind you of everything that yeah. happens. I have this theory that, okay, so Benioff and Weiss, they stop reading after the Red Wedding. It is known. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian Cogman read until the Red Wedding and then read, like, the Spark Notes for the last two books. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave Hill, who's the Ollie intern, he read the first book and then goes on the Reddit page for A Song of Ice and Fire every week and finds a new theory and adapts it. <laughs> I think that's how it works. Does anyone else think Benjamin is cold hands? George said no. Well, I'm not George. Here it is. It's in the show now. <laughs> I'm yeah. the George now. I have a question that's sort of like get us into it. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about this watching just strictly in the show. Do you have a favorite alive character? <laughs> no. Like I get, Drogon? I guess, I guess mine is Theon. I guess. I, I guess. Who exists? Cause like it's, it, it's not Sansa cause she's not a character. It's not Sansa. It's not Arya. It's not John. It's not Tyrion. It's not Danny. 
Um, it might be Grey Worm after this episode. Anyways, Grey we'll Worm, get to that. Missandei, Melisandre. Um, nope. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's 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 get started. Let's get into it. Uh, it begins where da- Daenerys' room. Um, it's storming, and Tyrion opens the episode by explaining to Daenerys what her nickname is. Yeah, so they're they're at uh, Stannis' fuck table room, and they're looking they're at... They're at the fuck a, room. They're looking at at the ocean, at all the boats that are docked, all the billion CGI boats. And then it's raining a little, and Tyrion says, like, this is a storm much like the night you were born, Daenerys. You came into born. the world. Yeah, that, and this is your name of the episode, Stormborn. Se- season 7, episode 2, Stormborn, by the way, that's what Stormborn. we're talking about. Yeah. Um, and then Daenerys in this scene is upset because it doesn't feel like a homecoming in this episode. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then Tyrion says, don't worry, Khaleesi, we won't stay on Dragonstone for long. And Daenerys says, good. Good. Um, my favorite thing about this entire, like, six to eight minute scene that we have going on is how she doesn't... I think she used up all her facial expressions in that one scene in season four, and now she can't make any of them. <laughs> Like, no no matter what she's saying is delivered in this tone of voice, regardless if she's talking about her memories of burning Varys the eunuch alive. She also, she doesn't, like, I'm, I care more about Arya than Daenerys, just, like, I relate more to Arya, I guess, I don't know, but, like, so I, I harp a lot on how show Arya isn't a character, but Daenerys is also no longer a character. She just gets mad at everybody who talks to her and then says what the last person told her to do. So, oh, so she's also Jon Snow. Yes. <laughs> but, wow, it's but, parallel. But in- instead of, like, yelling, she just does nothing. Yeah, she looks at three lion amiibos on the board and then says, that means Cersei doesn't have very many lions. Yeah. Remember how Casterly Rock holds no, like, strategic advantage whatsoever and it's in the side of a fucking mountain and no one has ever taken it? Um, remember so when it's the send, Lannister... So they're gonna send the Unsullied, who are mainly trained for, like, open field, like, unit combat, mm-hmm. and not for sieging a city? Um, remember when, uh, Tywin said for no reason three seasons ago that the, that the Lannister mines have been dry for years? You think that's gonna come up again? No. Maybe if, um, I don't know how many more Cogman episodes we have, but that's the only chance. Yeah. Um, is, is Cogman the... Oh, like, other than George. Mr. Martin, is um, <laughs> is Cogman, like, the best writer of the show? It seems like he's, it seems like he'd, like, t- like, he he knows how storytelling works, he's just bad at it, mm-hmm. and, like, he might be, he's, like, the most Joss Whedon about writing women. Yeah, yeah, that's probably it. But, and, like, yeah, like, he's responsible for the Sansa scene fucking forever, but mm-hmm. great work from Brian Cogman. Mm-hmm. But, like, he, like, Theon and Arya in this episode, they do things because of things that happened earlier in the episode. Yeah. Which, like, that's what, that's the most we can, uh... Whereas usually, um, Bran's three closest friends die, and then the next episode he doesn't ever mention them again. Bran has not mentioned Summer or Hodor as Or the Three-Eyed Crow. Yeah. Yeah, I think he he mentioned Jojen once. No, Bran said, I am the Three-Eyed Crow. He said, I am the dead now. Oh, yeah, because the Three-Eyed Crow worked into him. Yes, confirmed. Yeah, of course, we're good week. Um, so, anyways, Varys is doing the thing where he's like, the Seven Kingdoms will rise for you, they hate Cersei. And then Daenerys, uh, who says, my idiot shit brother Viserys, who I hated, was stupid enough to believe that idiot shit. 
Yeah. Um, they drink. Remember how toast. Daenerys has like complicated feelings for Viserys her entire life and names one of her dragons after Viserys. Now she hates him and he's a garbage idiot. I mean, which he was, but like, yeah, like he deserves shit. derision. Yeah. Okay. But she was the only person that that she knew for her first 12 years of being alive. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, he sucks and is dead and is garbage and no one liked him and no one helped him. And then, don't worry, strap in because we're going to spit on Catelyn Stark's grave too uh, pretty uh, soon. Oh, yeah, I forgot that. Um, okay. So Tyrion explains that, hey, we're the good guys and we can conquer Westeros without turning it into a slaughterhouse. And this show is not about the con- consequences of war. So we're going to do war in the good way that doesn't harm anybody. Remember when... Uh, Daenerys says, we're not going to siege King's Landing. <laughs> we are not going to attack King's Landing, are, everybody. Are, she says, we're not... Like, this... I'm not, like, fucking with this. She says something like, we're not going to siege King's Landing. We're going to attack it from all sides and cut off all supplies and make it so, so that no one can eat or enter the city or escape she the city. Do you notice that, like, Cersei and all of the people in King's Landing will have no food? Yeah, so we're not going to burn them alive. We're going to starve them over a very long period of time. Um, you remember how, I don't know about you, but when I'm crossing the narrow sea, Mm -hmm. um, to conquer a country, um, Mm -hmm. I like to stand perfectly still looking forward with all of my allies and completely motionless and saying nothing. Uh Uh-huh. Because then they can have the conversations now about, like, why they should be working together. And as, as, like, a new ally is revealed in every camera angle as the scene, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, it's in the scene, like... I guess, like, in a vacuum, it's a cool conversation between Daenerys and Varys, because it, it honors the past and shit, big air quotes. Mm-hmm. But then Varys, like, he he does his, like, he does his Communist Manifesto thing where he's like, my loyalties lie with the people, not any king or queen, and also I choose this monarch, and then Daenerys says, swear to me, and then <clears throat> he's he, he loves feudalism I got, now. I got, um, uh, Ver, uh, Frederick Nobles, that's his name. Oh yeah, like like communism. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, so Daenerys asked the same thing of Varys that Stannis asked of Davos, but Stannis has had demons in his skull and he was evil. Mm-hmm. And then Daenerys also says that she swears to burn him alive if he ever betrays her. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they're not; they're absolutely not. But it seems for even like the past couple seasons that they've been trying to tease that Daenerys might have like Mad King tendencies. Mm-hmm. They're extremely she, not. She does say she's gonna burn people a lot and even it's even framed there's like fire lanterns behind her and stuff like that mm-hmm. and it very much comes off as like as like shades of gray maybe but it, it's not she's the good guy um this is also when everyone else is is there and and uh, lari is like i'm not helping you and Tyrion's like you killed my niece or whatever right? yeah uh-huh and then, um, and then and then he's like, you killed my niece and I don't like you. And she's like, well, the Lannisters destroyed my life. And then Daenerys says, you have to respect him because he's my hand. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and then Grey Worm, who's been standing perfectly still in the shot for 10 minutes, mm-hmm. continues standing perfectly still and says, Khaleesi, Melisandre is here. Oh, also Lena's there. Yeah, Lena's there, and Melisandre's back, and she's here on Dragonstone to no, pick up the he, one burning heart flag that she left. He says, like, Khaleesi, the red priest, is here. From Ashai. From, a, from the shadows of Ashai. Khaleesi. I'm gonna fuck later. Um, oh, that's, yeah. how, that's how Grey Worm talks. My that's how Grey Worm talks. <laughs> and You're then, my weakness. <laughs> uh, and then 
uh, Daenerys is leaving, and then Olenna tells her to be a dragon, which I don't get it. Yeah. It would have been um, really funny if she just, like... <laughs> like, they're like, oh... Like you're, fucking you're Lucha like, Underground? Yeah, she's, like, crawling on all fours and, like, screaming to meet Melisandre. That would have been very funny. Yeah, she's doing a party quirks game where she's the dragon. <laughs> anyway, Melisandre's there. Um, and then Daenerys says, good news, you arrived on pardon day, because... The thing is, this episode sets up that, like, oh, Davos is going with Jon to Dragonstone for no reason, just so that Davos can meet Melisandre. Mm-hmm. Um, and, okay, this sucks. Yes. <laughs> this like, sucks. I, we, I say it every week, but the whole reason we don't have... Well, one of the main reasons we don't have another book is because George has a million characters and needs to find a way to get them together that makes sense. But uh-huh. in the show, they just show up. So, like, that's why I don't care about Ravens arriving immediately anymore, because we just, that's just what happens. Like, they defeated me. Hey, like, do you remember, do you remember when um, Stannis got horny once and burned his only heir, and then, like, it was so horrifying that thousands of his men deserted? Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, thousands of people know what Stannis did, and they disperse throughout the entire world, but Varys doesn't know what Melisandre did for this scene. And also, um, Cersei knows everything. Yeah, and um, Missandei has been doing, like, the High Valyrian Duolingo and says that Prince doesn't have a gender in High Valyrian and like, the things like, Bell Hooks writes about. Way to bring this up in Season 7. Like, Yeah, it would have been cool to hear about Azor High fucking once. <laughs> ever. And, um, and, I, and my favorite thing is it's not, it says, like, um, uh, Missandei says something like, well, in, uh, in High Valyrian, the term has no gender. So it can be prince or princess. And then Tyrion's you know. like, that sounds clunky. And th- th- yeah. <laughs> the two genders. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so nobody knows that um, Melisandre burned Shireen except for Davos for this for this season. And also nobody knows she brought Jon Snow back to life. She doesn't mention it. Nope. In um, this conversation just... about Jon Snow. No, she just explains that the Lord of Light has foretold that Jon Snow must eat his aunt's pussy. Um, oh, and also, Melisandre... It's called her Khaleesi. <laughs> <laughs> sir? Sir? S- sir? Sir? <laughs> <laughs> Who is your commanding Khaleesi? No. Okay, um, so Melisandre also explains that... Um, the job that John has done since becoming king in the north, even though she was banished from the north before John Lord, was declared king in the north. Yeah, but she's like, yeah, he, she's been having interpersonal problems with Sansa. Mm-hmm. Which um, they, and which, then it's like, oh god, we'll get to it. But it's like every episode, how are we going to make him fight this time? Yeah, like I saw, um, I saw some tweet probably this morning or something. It was like, uh, hey Sansa, should we discuss anything in between episodes so we're like on the same page when we have big meetings? <laughs> Like, Anytime no. we're not in front of a thousand people. Like, my favorite thing about all those scenes is that everyone is in the same seats every time. Mm-hmm. Which, like, makes sense because they probably just filmed all those scenes at once. Because that's logistically how you do it. Ten million dollars an episode, yes. But it's just funny to me that everyone's like, well, this is where Bronze, Bronze Yon Roy sits every day. And this is where, mm-hmm. and Littlefinger takes up his fucking corner of the wall. Because he doesn't and get a seat. Sweet Robin's just still by himself at the Vale. Yep. Anyway, um, so Tyrion explains that he trusts Jon Snow because he's the main character. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then John is like summoned to Dragonstone to bend the knee in what better position to eat outer box lunch than on his knees. Anyways. <laughs> um, He's going to dig into that bento box. He's going to dig uh, into that <laughs> bento box. That pentos box. The pentos box, please. No gyoza. Um, so we're in Winterfell now, and little kids are training archery. And shouldn't John be a little wary of little boys learning to be archers and fighting alongside him? What's Who wrong? is Egret? Uh, Anyways. What's, what's that? Remember when John hasn't mentioned Egret in 19 seasons? <laughs> Except to talk about when he fucked her? It's, yeah. Uh, he only talks about her Egretorous. Yep. Boom. Oh man, I love, I love saying that word out loud. It's not um, good to hear. It's 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 hard to say, and it seems like people, it seems like when God was inventing human tongues, He made it so that people shouldn't be able to say it. Uh, do people enjoy this? <laughs> like what, the John and Sansa interpersonal drama no, hour or our no, podcast? Our, our our show. I mean, it's enjoy is a stretch. It's good. It's good is the thing, though. <laughs> it's good. It's good to listen to. Uh huh. Anyway. Um, so they're reading a raven that got to them immediately, but it doesn't matter anymore because we have deeper issues to talk about. Mm-hmm. Sansa explains that Tyrion's good because he's the main character. Remember when they were um, married and she fucking hated him? Did you know how that Davos is a spy master now and knows that Daenerys has Unsullied and Dothraki now? Just whatever. Like, everyone knows stuff when they have to. It's Except for Arya, but we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, Davos spood fiends... Like, this... Davos in this scene shows how stupid they think their entire audience is. Because he's like, you know what kills the whites is fire. And what breeds fire? It's like fucking Dora the Explorer, like, dabbles yeah. through the screen and be like, where is the dragons? <laughs> anyway. Um, and then John is, like, unsure for no reason because he's making main character face. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we go to Cersei, who's talking to Randall Tarly and his new son, New Dickon. Big Dickon. Big Dickon. <laughs> it's not a joke, he's bigger than last time. Yeah, and that's, he's Sam's big brother. Mm-hmm. No, he's his little brother, but it's funnier if he's his big brother. Mm-hmm. Um, so Cersei says correctly that Daenerys has crucified hundreds of people and fed them to dragons alive. Remember when Cersei killed God? Remember when Cersei killed God and nobody cared? No one cares. Like, I, this I entire later in the episode, Hot Pie says some shit about it. So, like, the people know she did it. Mm-hmm. Hey, remember when Hot Pie calls it the Battle of the Bastards? Yeah! All he needed to say is, like, I heard news that the Night King is marching south. And then, like... <laughs> uh, I heard Benjen is cold hands. I heard Bran Stark, who is the Three-Eyed Raven, reached the wall. I met Dolores Head, the 1,000th commander of the Night's Watch. Anyway, <laughs> goodbye. I saw an old lady, or I saw a young lady with a ruby <laughs> necklace, and then I heard that when you take it off, she's old. I heard that Stan has got horny and burned his only air, but her wooden amiibo survived. <laughs> I heard that George is just sitting on the last two books, and he's just waiting until the show's over to release them. <laughs> it's good. Anyway, enjoy your meal. Yeah, this, so this is this was like my actually moment of the week mm-hmm. um, because Randall Tarley uh, says that Daenerys has three full-grown dragons. Uh, dragons always grow. Uh, dragons actually, as grow. long as you supply dragons with food and space, they'll keep growing. Blarian uh, the Black Dread. Uh. Blarian the Black Dread. You see him in this episode, mm-hmm. um, and he he has he has bones that are human bone colored. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, and then Randall Tarly, uh, says to Jamie, you know, if my queen summons me, I will answer the call. And one thing you gotta know, 
One thing you gotta know about Randall Tarley is that he loves to serve under women. It's the fucking meme of the guy sweating looking at the two buttons, but one is, like, <laughs> obey women, and the other one is, like, murder, like, other ethnicities. And he's like, doesn't know which one to pick. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's Randall Tarley. Yeah. Hey, like, re- at least his actor is, like, fine. Like, he's yeah. good, I guess. Hey, Eddie, remember when Valyrian steel swords are so cherished that Tywin Lannister could never buy one, even with all the golden castle rock? And remember how Sam stole his family's Valyrian sword and fucking it, no one has brought it up? It's good. I, I actually thought that Sam was going to use the Valyrian sword to cut the grayscale <laughs> off, and that would like have some magical properties. <laughs> What if Jorah was Sam's Nisa Nisa and he had to drive a sword through him to heal him? <laughs> and he was, he became a White Walker and was forced to fight. <laughs> Just, I'm telling everyone now, so you don't listen to the end of the episode, we got 200 of those, same question, and I'm not answering any of them. Because it's already, because our gears are turning too fast just thinking about it. It's already absolutely perfect, and we don't, there is no answer. It's the unanswerable There's question. no what if, because Eddie read the spoilers and that's what happens. Exactly. It's gonna happen. Hey, hey, Kim. Hey. What if Cal Drogo became the leader of the White Walkers and he was forced to fight his own Khaleesi? Mmm. It got your gears turning. Well, I just heard her gears turning. No, I really didn't think something so intriguing would happen. Anything's possible in Game of Thrones. It's prestige television. What if Cal Drogo, who was burned alive six years ago until he was fucking dust... Became leader of the White Walkers, who were just old butthole mouth ice men. <laughs> It'd be really good. It'd be really good. Anyway, Jamie. And then he was forced to fight. Anyways, <laughs> forced to fight on Khaleesi. Believe it or not, that's not actually something that the showrunner said. He said. Um, anyways, you know that Arrested Development scene where Tobias is in a thing costume and he says, "Daddy needs to get his rocks off" because that's Jorah in the scene. <laughs> Wait, what? What scene are we at? Where where the Citadel and Jorah takes his shirt off and he looks like Mystique. Yes, Um, okay. And he has six months tops until his mind goes. And this is where Brian Cogman is really going ham on the callbacks. Mm -hmm. He's like, Mr. Cresson said this. Oh, Who was Stannis' original maester. Mr. Pylos wrote this. Yeah, who was the maester after Cresson. Mm -hmm. And then he died of grayscale. It doesn't make sense, but it's like, I remember characters from the book. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, Professor Slughorn, he's like, look, you're gonna fucking die in 20 years, but you'll be insane in six months, so kill yourself tonight. Goodbye. Yeah. Um, this is another great episode. This is, this is, if there's a theme in this episode, it's just people being friends for 20 years and then never introducing themselves. Mm -hmm. Because in this scene, Jorah finally tells Sam who he is and vice versa. Like... I the reason the whole reason I thought Sam was helping him is because he knew who he was. So no, he like, just found a man in a shit toilet. He found a man in a shit toilet who looked like fucking Lizard Man from Soul Calibur, and he's like, "Hey, uh, you're my best friend now, and I'm going to save your life." Hey, you know who you have like the most famous contagious like uncurable uncurable disease in the world? Come over here. I'm gonna let me, let let me just, touch you. Let me take a look at this with my eyeballs. If there's two things I love, it's infectious diseases and shit and, and being covered and in. And shit and gore and blood and pus and death. Vengeance, justice, pus and blood. Yeah, me, um, Charlie. Hey, remember when um, the real Gior Mormont's dying words were for Jorah to join the Night's Watch, but they cut that because Carl fucking Tanner? Uh, I think you mean Carl fucking Tanner. 
Carl Fulkentana. That's who he is. Thank you. Please respect remember his how, memory. Remember how Carl Tanner almost killed Jon Snow because he didn't know how to fight, and then Jon Snow fought a million horses and horseback riders and Ramsey and won? Uh-huh. And then he lived. It's a good So, show. anyways, that... Yeah. So later is the is the bad scene with Sam and Jorah. Mm-hmm. Next, we got to go to Kyburn taking Cer- Cersei down to the Dragon Skull room. Mm-hmm. And there's a big boy Balerion skull. Oh, I forgot. Um, in the scene when uh they're talking to what's his name, bald Sam's bald dad, uh, they're like, "What are we gonna do about these dragons?" And Maester Kyburn's like, "We are working on something." Yeah, like that's Listen. exactly what he says, but it's <laughs> ominous. Listen, we literally, we brought Gregor Clegane publicly back to life with no problems and nobody cares. Mm-hmm. We blew up the, we blew up God. Like, we got this. You won't believe what we have in store for you next. It's a big crossbow. It's a gun. It's, it's gun. It's gun. I haven't watched JoJo yet, but like, Cersei's stand is now gun. It's gun. Cersei has the Emperor stand and she can conjure a gun to shoot dragons. Like he he puts he reveals it like it's on the fucking prices right. He yeah, pulls th- off the fucking. You think there's gonna be like a brand new car, but instead it's just a big gun. <laughs> it's a dragon killing gun. And then Cersei presses a button on it, and it's the the gun has pre been been loaded previously, and now it fires a thing into a dragon skull. Which like it, I thought the scales would be the hard part. So yeah, um, and not like you would an think. eight thousand year old <laughs> crusty skull, but. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you remember in the Money in the Bank ladder match a couple mm-hmm. years ago when uh-huh. the Big Show, the 500 pound wrestler, couldn't climb the ladder? So uh-huh. he he figured out how by just revealing a big ladder. It was a big ladder, and it was he very, had a big reinforced ladder. That's what this is. The bigger it the is, show, the larger it is. I mean, that's a good point. It's also it's just like wrestling because like. The bad guys are all friends because they're the bad guys, and the good guys are all friends because they're the good guys. Mm-hmm. Except for sometimes, even though they're friends, like sometimes, sometimes their stories don't match up, so they just don't help. But when yeah. they match, they do. That's what's good about John Cena. Hmm. Um. We kind of, we got into the scene a little bit, but the next one is Yara's talking in Sanus's fuck room, and. Tyrion's like, hey, thousands will die from Dragonfire if we assault King's Landing. And then Ilaria says, you don't have a stomach for war, pussy. And then um, and then uh, Tyrion confronts Ilaria for kiss-poisoning Marcella, which he knows about. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the only way he'd known that is if she told him or Jamie or Cersei told him. Right. So why, I don't think she would bring that up willingly. No, because one thing, when you're one of Danny's new advisors that you would love to bring up is how you murdered a little girl. Yeah. It's good. Um, and yeah, there's, Elena gives Danny like a bad version of the kill the boy speech. Mm-hmm. And I know that they're, I'm very surprised actually. I was expecting in the behind the episode to be like, this is just like when fucking Aemon Targaryen was like, they won't obey you until they fear you, Jon Snow. I dreamed um, I was old. I dreamed. Can I offer you a nice egg in this train? This is Summer also. Fall. This is also my George R. R. Martin voice. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah, they fucking. Yeah, we already we already fucking talked about this. Um. She says that like peace is naive and everybody is a sheep and be the dragon and kill kill a boy Jon Snow and that's it. Mm-hmm. Burn um, everyone. Burn them all. That's what she said. So Miss Sandy and Grey Worm have finally invented sex sans penis. Mm-hmm. 
which is also the name of my Undertale fanfic. Thank you. <laughs> it's good. Um, and so Miss Sandy like, goes up to Grey Worm and is like, you leave tomorrow. Were you going to say goodbye? And he says, it's hard to say goodbye because you are my weakness. Mm-hmm. Which is a good thing to say. Mm-hmm. And he says that when Unsullied are young, you have to kill what you love the most. And he's about to murder that pussy. <laughs> Jesus. And so they kiss, and then Full House music gets played, and they get naked, and it takes 20 minutes. Like, this is what I mean, like, in terms of, like, Game of Thrones sex scenes, like, it was fine, in a sense, but it went on way too long. And, like, who cares? It was like... And also, Grey Worm invented... Sorry. Sorry, Kim. I'm gonna say it. Grey Worm invented eating pussy. (sighs) (laughs) I mean, he did. I can't say I wasn't expecting it. But, but like, how does he know? It, even if there was a scene where he was like, oh, I don't know what to do. And Miss <laughs> Sande was like, here, like, let me show Sam you. Sam sent him a raven from the Citadel. He, I, he found the forbidden book on eating pussy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, like, whatever. I mean, this this was, like, was this was consensual, right? Yeah, it was consensual. Which is, like, the first one in, like, several seasons. Yeah, and but the only reason this is happening is because one of them is going to die. Like, oh, that's yeah. it. Like, definitely. And, like, it's gotta be Miss Sandy, right? Pro- most likely. I don't know how she's gonna die, but, and, like, I know Grey Worm's about to go, like, fight a completely abandoned Casterly Rock for mm-hmm. no reason. Um, it would be can really we stupid. fucking... T- what? That doesn't make... Tyrion's plan is so bad. Tyrion, who lived at Casterly Rock his whole life, is sending a bunch of Unsullied by boat to capture it in the side of a mountain... It, it doesn't. It, it offers no strategic value. Like the thing is, this is another thing where it would be very easy to fix with fix with five seconds of thinking. They could even if, say like, "Oh, we we if we have Kesterly Rock, we can get the gold and higher sell swords." Or like, yeah, I, I don't like know. The, the way th- I thought of like you could do it where like, so Tyrion says we're going to assault Kesterly Rock, and somebody points out that like, are you just doing this because you're in a position of power and like you want to like get back at your family? And, like, that would actually be, like, a shade of gray, and it would be him be, being irresponsible because of his personal, personal, political, et cetera, et cetera. He, Tyrion is, like, infallible. Like, everything he says is law and good and just. Yeah, it's... Okay, so they've... Daenerys has spent six seasons building this army that's large enough to assault King's Landing, and then they say, hey, but people won't like us if we use these armies, so we have to use the Dornish armies, because one thing you've got to know about Westerosi is that they love Dornish people. At le- but at least, like, they bring that up. She's like, oh, so you want, like, the Dornish people to march in and die immediately at first? Yeah. But, whatever. And then they're like, okay. Yeah. Okay, well, Tyrion said it, so, yes. Yeah. And Remember, uh, remember how Daenerys has the biggest army to ever exist, and they have enough supplies and, like, food and water, and they can feed dragons? And, and they're all off-screen? Yeah. When was the last time we saw Dothraki? I think it was when, like, Drogon showed up and Daenerys did the speech on her back and it cost, like, $20 million to shoot. Yeah. And when the Dothraki were already following her and then she ended the episode on a speech that asked them to follow her. Yeah. Uh, before we... Remember when Daenerys killed God? Remember when Daenerys killed killed God and it was good, but Cersei killed God and it was bad? I can't wait for Euron to shoot the big dragon gun at the sky and actually kill the Judeo-Christian god and move over <laughs> Ramsay. He's evil. Uh, let's uh, take a trip. Does he look like a man? I can't wait to fucking talk about Euron. <laughs> so, some some pirates just want to watch the world burn, Brooks. 
Mm-hmm. So back at the Citadel, the Archmaster... <laughs> like, is... wait, wait, we have to go to the Iron Bank! When? Who? Now, me and you. We're visiting the Iron Bank. Oh, yes, the thing that's you know, in the, the books. Bit, yes. The bit, the bit we do about like, our money. Like, where's Tycho Nostoris? I missed him. Tycho Nostoris was in the fantasy draft pool, so he has to show up sooner or later. I hope. He's fucking better. I love him. <laughs> um, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash postgamefriends. Oh, where you can give us money, cash money, and we'll do things. And if you give us uh, $10 a month, you can be involved in the the month the monthly stream we do. Next month is going to be Fire Pro Wrestling. If you're a $10 patron of the Jokenasium, send me your wrestle sona, and I'll make you. Or make it. Like, if you just want it to be like Abraham Lincoln or something, just tell me and I'll make that. Yeah. Because that would be pretty funny. I mean, everybody's going to be like, can you make Euron Greyjoy? He's the most badass person I've ever seen. <laughs> Euron Greyjoy is going to have a 7 out of 10 chance of winning the tournament because everyone's going to pick to make him. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, at, even at the, the $5 tier, you will get a special... Shout out in our our episodes and today's today's winner has been already chosen. I did work before this. Nice, and love it. It is uh, Mike Cosimano at Mike Cosimano on Twitter. Oh, Mike. Here's my impression: video games. I don't. I don't know, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna have to. <laughs> you're gonna have to take over this one. Um. I mean, when I think of Mike, I think of everybody thinking that his jokes are really funny and that, like, he's just... Everybody... One thing about Mike Cosimano, you gotta you got know. Everybody loves his posts. His posts. His posts and um, his face are the things I know that he does. Yeah. He makes a funny face. Yeah, and he has a lot of nicknames that I don't understand. Um, but also, me and Mike have the same birthday, so fuck you, Mike. I hope you fucking die. I did Hey you! I don't know. I just became that. I guy hope you. Though. I hope you die and go to heaven, and and after a long happy life, and you spend eternity with Judeo Christian God until your uncle Greyjoy kills him. All right, I can take that. patreoncom slash Thrones If you want to be killed and God to be killed too, if you want a credible threat of violence, yeah. please send us ten dollars a month. Send us at least five dollars for five dollars a month. You too can kill the Christian Judeo God. <laughs> um. Uh, but like it's Patreon really helps because like just this week I updated my internet to where like it hasn't actually cut out for the first time in my life all week. Yeah, it's good. You're thanks to you, you can hear Brooks better. Yeah, you can hear me like making up funny words for like Cunnilingus. Uh, and you won't have Christopher. to like run to your office or whatever. Yeah, it's title baby. It's <laughs> high fidelity. All right, back to the episode. How's it go? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, the 3,000 words of notes that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're at the Citadel, and the Archmaster's talking to Samwell about writing world histories. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you write world histories, you need to do it with style. And it all sounds like they're taking a big dump on George R. R. Martin. But, I mean, it feels like that all the time. Yep. Isn't, and also, isn't the um, like World of Ice and Fire book supposed to, like, in fiction written by a maester or something? Yeah. So I don't know what they're trying um, to they don't know that book exists. Um, so the Archmaster is—he's ex- explicitly writing a chronicle of the war, the wars following the death of King Robert, aka the wars that all the books are about. Mm-hmm. And Tarly's like, it needs a better name. And I think how everybody about? in the fucking universe thought it was going to fucking be. A, how about the Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones. That would be good. <laughs> Sam was like, I heard Cersei say that once to Ned Stark. Yeah. How about? 
House of Cards. Ooh, how about how have you have you seen the White House lately? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. There's five kings, so what if we called it Sense Eight? <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> I mean, that show's about warging, right? I haven't watched it. I think so. Anyways, Sam Sam says he's found two accounts of Grayscale being cured. Mm. And um, the Archmaster's like, Grayscale is too dangerous, which is why we were just grabbing Jorah all over his entire body. And they're like, it's Um, been tried, but it doesn't work. It never works. No one does that. And then it cuts to Jorah writing a letter. So Jorah's writing a letter, and in the fucking Spongebob the font, (laughs) he writes, he titles this letter to Khaleesi. To Khaleesi. Not my Khaleesi, not Daenerys, just Khaleesi, comma. (laughs) It's very good. Khaleesi Stormborn of House Khaleesi. It, Breaker not, of cows. Not, not even like the whole title, just Khaleesi, comma. And then I couldn't make out the text, but I also didn't pause it to look because I don't want to hear what Jorah thinks. But I was really having a good time imagining it was the like Navy SEALs uh, thing. Like, what the fuck <laughs> did you just say about me, you little bitch? I'll have you know, I graduated. Top of my, like that whole thing, and he just sends it to her. Jorah's gonna fucking show up like, like as John is eating Daenerys's like his aunt's box lunch, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be. The thing is, like, this is, this, it's a suicide note, right? Like, that, that's the implication that he's like, Khaleesi, I couldn't find a cure. I'm so sorry I failed you. I had no idea because I was just so, like, my brain was in disarray from reading Khaleesi that I was thinking it was like, <laughs> I, Khaleesi, here's what happened and I will see you soon, my true love. Like, something like that. But I, mm-hmm. I, I, I am leaning towards me being wrong on that. I know the first line, it was very blurry, but it was just like, I made it to the Citadel. It's like, did you mention that you fucking Shawshank Redemption, fucking Shawshank Redemption through two miles of turds for no reason? Jorah Mormon took his lizard scales through two miles of shit just to be cut with a knife by Samuel Tarly. So Sam shows up with a cart and says, hey, Jorah, you're not dying today, which, yeah, he just said that he'll live for 20 more years. Uh Um, Hey, Eddie, remember... How Sam last episode dry heaved for months because he saw food that looks like poop. Yeah, you know it would really be good scales and pus and blood. He's a surgeon now, and he loves to effortlessly flay a man alive while pus shoots out of the screen like a fucking three D movie. Um, and this is another one of the things that like the show put so much like there was so much detail on how gross like this disgusting shit was, but Sam was just like, "Here, drink this. You're gonna need it," and it was like rum or whatever. But this is a world where Milk of the Poppy exists, which is basically a fucking anesthetic. He should have got a magic tummy soup. Even he sh- There should have been a line that was like, well, since I'm only a master in training, I can't get you Milk of the Poppy, but here's this. And then it's Yeah, like, but he drinks and he knows things. He drinks and he knows things. Funny. And then it's, it's, and it's like a bottle of rum, and they look at each other like, uh-oh, what you gonna do? You know, I don't know. Yeah, um... This is, like, my second, like, actually moment of the episode. Um, Grayscale is the disease where you lose all sensation in your body. Um, Mm -hmm. And I guess, like, it will be extremely painful anyways to just, like, get all of your skin torn off. But Yeah, so it it turns out the cure... I'm guessing, like, the only way this will make sense is if it's, like, every day Sam has to do this and it's, like, Jorah's, like, punishment or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, if he just takes the grayscale off and he's good... 
I mean, he like, mentioned he mentioned once offhand that he's going to put some ointment on the skin after two. Like, oh, really? All you have to do to heal Grayscale is take it off? And this is, like, the deadly cure that no one has One ever thing you've got to know about cancer is you can just kind of, like, take it off. And put an ointment on it, and you drink a rum, and then you bite down, and then it looks yucky, and then a man eats Great a pie. Great work from Brian Cogman. Great work from Brian Cogman here. And then it looks like a pie, and then it's a guy eating it. Yeah, there's a funny jump cut from, like, pus to, like, a Panera Bread soup, and they're at the end of the crossroads now. <laughs> yeah. And guess who's there? It's Arya. So, hot, so like, yeah, Arya's there, and Hot Pie, her, like, one of the only people who, like, knows about all the hardships she's been through and that, like, she bonded all through season two with. Mm-hmm. And um, he's so excited to see Arya, but Arya is an extremely cool badass with no emotion or fondness for anybody. Um, I so fucking she, hope she kills Gendry. Who cares? Yeah, she's um, like, whatever. She's like, oh, hey, Hot Pie. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to keep eating while you talk at me, whatever. Yeah, I'm the hound. I'm, I'm... And then Hot Pie knows everything. Hot Pie's on Twitter. And then she finds out <laughs> that... Um, remember when Hot Pie... Here's my funny joke that I said yesterday, and I'm saying it again. Remember when Hot Pie looks like the kid from Stranger Things with all the sliders <laughs> turned up to maximum? <laughs> he really does. He really does, is the thing. Yeah. Um, here's my joke from the Discord earlier today. Um... Like, Hot Pie would definitely be the kind of person, if Ellen DeGeneres lived in Westeros, who would, like, be featured on her show. Ellen DeGeneres be like, and then <laughs> Like, this orphan who makes good bear bread at the end of the crossroads, and he then, like, make, she gives he him... He makes bread into shapes, like a wolf. <laughs> then, but he doesn't, he doesn't get any money. He just comes mm-hmm. on. And she's like, we're gonna give you a lifetime supply of bread. <laughs> He's like, thanks, I guess, but okay. Okay. Anyway. And then they're going to whip and nae together. Yeah. Um, And then fucking Pitbull starts playing and they start dancing. Yeah, and then Pitbull's there. Um, He's Mr. Worldwide. Hey, what if Randall Tarly was played by Pitbull? That would be very funny. (laughs) You're fucking good. What if Randall Tarly was played by Kevin Spacey? That'd be fucking good. And he looks into the camera and he's like, I know. Claire. But Claire, both of these deals seem to not be beneficial to me, <laughs> but there's one thing I always say. Tarley always finds his way. Where's my sword? Claire, I knew Elena Tyrell since I was just a boy. Since I was just a, a wee boy. In- just a wee hand in the, in the coop. <laughs> I do, I say. I do, I may be a southern lord who does not know the ways of King's Landing, but, uh, I do hate those fucking Dothraki. Anyways. Hey, yeah. <laughs> now that we got that I just, I just blacked out for two minutes. What were we talking about? Um. Oh, I, oh, I remember. Um, Hot Pie Hot shares Pie. his secret for, uh, Hot, for... Hot Pie was on Ellen. How can I forget? <laughs> Hot Pie go on Ellen. <laughs> Hot pie get degenerous. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hot pie is that post of that YouTube video that's like I'm white, gay, and racist, and then the <laughs> the caption says, "Give Ellen, give this man ten thousand dollars." <laughs> um, so Arya share or Hot pie is sharing his secret to making really good pies, and then Arya's like, "Huh, <laughs> I didn't do that." Which is a funny comedy joke, because it's, like, epic badass great success win for a child so- soldier to, like, murder people and cook them into pies. Mm-hmm. Man, it's fucking funny. Um, Hot Pie also knows that the Boltons are all dead, 
and that Jon Snow is the king in the north, and also there was a thing that happened called the Battle of the Bastards, and also that Cersei burned down the Sept and everything. Anyways, anyways, Arya, Grey Worm just ate Miss Andy's pussy. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, Arya, have you ever heard of the Red the red Priest Melisandre? Well, let me tell you a thing or two. And he just starts fluently <laughs> speaking High Valyrian. When he bakes pies, he looks into the flames and sees the future. <laughs> He, the crust rises, and he sees, like, the, the Night's King north of the wall. Mm-hmm. Bran had to yeah. fucking have all his friends die and go into a tree, but all this kid does <laughs> is make, like, a beautiful souffle, and he knows. Jon Snow's not the only one who gets to see yeast. <laughs> so, anyways, Arya... <laughs> Arya thinks... Arya thinks... Can we cut that out? Arya thinks that, um... The Boltons still hold Winterfell because she cosplayed as Walder Frey at the Twins for two weeks and never heard a word about the Battle of the Bastards or the Warden of the North going to war. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, she shows... Okay, so Hot Pie tells... She's like, I'm not going to go to Winterfell. The Boltons hold it. And apparently Arya had no interest in going to Winterfell and killing all the Boltons, even though she just killed every Frey effortlessly. Yeah, it it would be too difficult to do. Because, like... Does she still have Walder Frey's face? I think it's like a fucking Majora's Mask thing, where she's just the happy mask salesman, and she's carrying around, like, the Waif's face, but, and fucking uh, she, face, she, who cares? She doesn't have it, like, equipped to her C, her, like, C, right C arrow, so she can't equip it immediately. She needs to, like, mm-hmm. prepare. She needs to go into her menu. <laughs> she's she's, stupid. She, she's wearing the bunny hood, so she can travel anywhere the fuck she wants at any time. Yeah. Um... And, like, the thing is, she, like, Hot Pie's like, you, what's, something changed about you, Arya? Like, what happened? And then, like, she kind of, like, softens and tell, tells him to, like, take care of himself, which is, like, a step. <laughs> All she needed to do was say, I'll tell you about your mother the next time I see you. And yeah. Then... <laughs> like, it's, I mean, it's still, like, nobody who watches the show, like, picks up on anything if they're trying an arc. Like, she's still just, like, epic badass sociopath murder. Mm-hmm. But, like... Like, it's like, okay, like, she did kill every fray um, effortlessly and smiled about it, but then she met Ed Sheeran, and then, like, she she found a friend, and then she met a dog that she remembered, and it's like, okay, okay. But, like, what? Like, it doesn't make sense, and it won't lead to anything, and, like, it's just gonna end with, like, her changing into Jamie's face and killing Cersei, and then being, like, the North remembers to Cersei. Yeah. But, I mean... Decent work from Brian Cogman. Good good work from Brian Cogman, it's always. So, John is looking at a map by himself in the room, uh, alone, and he's like, oh, I guess Dorne is still at the bottom of the Seven Kingdoms. And he gets a raven from the Citadel again, and everyone... It says says Dragon Glass is here. It says Dragon Glass, X marks the spot, it's me, Sam Tarly. Mm -hmm. And everybody shows up in the north in the exact same spot. Um, and John explains to everybody who Samuel Tarley is, and the whole time I was watching this, I'm just like, nobody, nobody in this room cares that this man is either a fucking zombie which you're fighting or a deserter of the Night's Watch. Yeah. I know it's been said, like, by p- critics, but that's such a big deal, and the, that's the, that's the thing about, one thing you gotta know about the North is, like, they care just about the fucking jo- Night's Watch. Jon Snow is, is dead. A deserter of the Night's Watch and a bastard, and he's king of the North. Just and he has no claim to Winterfell over a Trueborns, anyways. And he knows Bran is alive. He knows Bran is alive. Anyway, remember how he fucking did Battle of the Bastards to save Rickon, and he knows that Bran is alive on the other side of the wall with the White Walkers coming, and he doesn't fucking care. He doesn't even think of him. Yeah, I mean, neither do they. 
Yeah. Um, so John announces that he's taking Davos with him to Dragonstone for no stated reason. John says he has to go to Dragonstone to treat with the Khaleesi Targaryen because only a king can speak to a queen. Hey, how do you... Why do you think that? How do you know that? Remember that, when, um... That's never happened before? Well, Hey, I mean, remember this, how, like... The scene, yeah. this scene said it had to happen because he has to leave... Winterfell, so Sansa can be put in charge and fuck up thanks to Littlefinger. And then you know what people say. About, you know what people say about like monarchs, how there's only usually one in the world, but even though there's multiple now, you know that famous saying that only kings can convince different queens. Remember when any time any like country treated with another, the actual king went there to like talk about it. Yeah, in real, in real vampire times. Um, and then Sansa's like, you can't, like, you can't do that. You're the king of the north. You're supposed to be here. And she is framed, like, being wrong and bad. Yeah, everybody, everybody on Twitter's, like, like, just throwing, like, basically every gendered slur at Sansa. Mm-hmm. Um. And then Littlefinger smiles. Yeah, and then Jan Royce is like, hey, I second Sansa, and I don't know where Sweet Robin is. Um, Jan Royce stands up and yells something in every scene that he's in. Yeah, and so does fucking Lyanna Mormont, and I'm over Le- it. Lyanna Mormont is the new Ollie. She really is. Like, she gets all the reaction shots. Um, and also, like, John is explaining that he's like, yes, I understand that this can be a trap. And, like, yes, our grandfather was killed by the, a Targaryen in a trap. I do, like, in this exact same thing. But also, Tyrion is the main character, and he's good, and I like him so much that I'm going to put the entire North on the line. One time Tyrion said a thing to me. One time Tyrion pissed off the wall. And Hot Pie so, was like, hey, Arya, did you know that one time Tyrion Lannister pissed off the wall and said all dwarves are bastards in their father's eyes? Uh-huh. So I don't give a fuck about this, Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, so Sansa screams to Jon publicly about how he's abandoning his home, and then Jon's like, don't worry, Sansa, you're going to get to borrow <laughs> your claim back for a no, while. Fucking John, it's like it's a mystery. Jon's like, don't worry, while I'm gone, a good leader yeah. will be in charge. And, Sansa, and she's like, who are you fucking idiot? I hate you. It's, <laughs> a, it's like a zoom in on Sansa's face. She goes, huh? And who? Then, and then Jon says, it's you, Sansa Stark, the true-born daughter of Winterfell, and Ned Stark, and Catelyn, Catelyn Stark. I have to go eat pussy now. Goodbye. <laughs> you want the good girl, but you need the ant's pussy. <laughs> yep, that's what happens. And, oh, so anyways. And then, and then we get a scene where, for some reason, Jon is walking in the Winterfell crypts, which is very good, and I like it. But then Littlefinger comes down, and he's like, did you know I wanted to fuck Catelyn? And then Jon like, choke, chokeslams him. And that's it. <laughs> okay, we need to fucking spend some time on this scene. Because she's... Okay, he's staring at Ned's statue, which is, like, cool Sean Bean. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Littlefinger just, like, shows up at the crypts and, like, apropos of nothing, and just, just like, hand-delivered his bones. <laughs> and- bones! <laughs> Do you remember... I went back and watched the scene from season two. Remember when Littlefinger brought Ned's bones to Catelyn and immediately tried to fuck on top of them? Yes. I mean, he, he did a hand, he did a handle for Ned's bones, but, yeah. like... You're not the Brian, only one who's held and had Ned's bone. And I think they were trying, because this is Brian Coffin, good stuff for Brian Coffin. Remember in season one when uh, they're outside the brothel and Littlefinger's like, I own a brothel, and Ned, like, chokes him and slams him into the wall? Wow, great stuff from Brian Coffin. I think they were doing, like, a thing here. No, yeah, for sure. Because um, he's just like his dad, but also Ned's not his dad, but also Ned's not honorable, but John is honorable. Mm-hmm. And Ned was an idiot. 
So like I don't like Littlefinger comes down. He's like I I wanted to fuck your mother, and now it's I'd like to and now I'd like to fuck your sister. And then John chokes slams him. And yeah, like, he's like I'm sorry, Ned died. Ned loved Cat, and I did too. And then they're both like, they both like, hey, what? Hey, John, you want to spit on Cat's grave a little bit for me? All right, cool. So they both talk about how they underestimated John when this is the reason why she was cold to him because mm-hmm. she was afraid that he would usurp her shrewborn shrewborn children because that's the reason that marriages happen in westeros it's historically accurate actually to me mm-hmm. um and also hey they're liana mormont's in the room so we know that women can be leaders in the north but he's still staking his claim over sets and doesn't make it's good only a only only a only a lord whose name is Stark, unless his name is not Stark, and the plot requires it. Uh huh. And no. then little, he's like, "You little finger, you don't belong there." I don't. I don't. Hey, John doesn't trust Littlefinger, which is weird. Like he shouldn't, because he's twirling his mustache and talking about how he wants to fuck his mom and sister. Mm-hmm. But like, why does John not trust him if everybody else in the universe does? And Littlefinger was like, "You're you're only alive thanks to my army," which like, true, true. But anyway, goodbye. Um, yeah, and then, like, people talk about, like, non-versations in the show a lot, how people just, like, say words at each mm-hmm. other and don't listen. But this was a fucking doozy. The conversation was, I delivered Ned's bones. I loved Catelyn. You don't belong here. You didn't say thank you to me. I want to fuck Sansa. <sighs> That's the whole scene. Uh, yeah. And then John storms out. And then John says he'll kill him if he touches Sansa, and then he leaves for White Harbor. John and Davos leave, and, like, he and Sansa do a fucking sad Jamie and Brienne wave at each other. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I love about Sansa Stark? What? I love when one of my favorite characters, famous for her compassion, never smiles or shows fondness to anybody. Sansa doesn't give a fuck about what people think. Brian Can we fucking... Hey, remember, remember when somebody posted a tweet about how, actually, David and Dan didn't, like, invent... Westeros and George R. R. Martin just like objectively invented the world, and then Brian Cogman responded with a fucking frowny face. A frowny face with a space between the eyes and the mouth. Mm-hmm. Like not, good. it wasn't. And the person had to be like, "I'm not even criticizing the show. I like the show, but like George R. R. Martin is what this is based on." Mm-hmm. And he was so fucking sad, dick about it. <laughs> it's good. Um, so Arya is making a fire in the middle of the north now, and the horse starts getting antsy. And Arya takes out Needle, which is extremely fucking long now. Yeah, it's it's big. It's a sword. It's an adult. It's an adult sword for adults. And a bunch of dogs show up, and one jumbo spicy big dog shows up. And <laughs> yeah, so she can kill it with her super mega sword. Yeah, she kills it with her super mega sword. And it's Nymeria from episode two, and Arya hasn't mentioned that she lost her dog since episode two in fucking two thousand eleven. Nymeria um, parentheses wolf. Nymeria wolf is there. And it's just it's, not even like a thing, like not even a wolf dream while she was in the house of black and white or something like not even one. No. Well, she had to get hit with a stick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's so cool when George like spends literally 20 years seeding these big reveals and then they do it in the middle of an episode and people forget about it 30 seconds later. Like the thing is, it's like this based on the books, you kind of you can figure out that this is something that could happen. But it just, I'm not worried about, like, the show spoiling big things, but it's just, like, Hell no. they get to pick and choose, like, 
what they want to spoil. Yeah, they just get they get all of the cool crescendos that George has been building to without any of the fucking build or logic. It's shocking. They shocking just don't do a lot of the the work, I guess. I guess they just don't really work hard, huh? Yeah. It seems like it's not it's not earned all the time, most like, of the time, all the time. All the time, all the time. All the time. Uh, <laughs> like the last that like they're running out of these fucking theories that they just need to confirm. Like, like the last what needs the last, to happen Go ahead. Is Clegane Bowl and fucking Azor High, whoever yeah, they And the last episode, Arya's just gonna like wake up and say, Hey, the cat that I played with in King's Landing was actually Balerion, Rainus's cat from before the rebellion, and that's gonna be the end of the show. And that's that's the last scene of the show. Mm-hmm. So she explains to the You know how I don't know about y'all, but you know how you like when you get cornered by a wolf pack and you start talking to them in English and they understand it? Mm-hmm. My um, wolf, she ex- Nymeria. My wolf. Um, uh, what hey, if- My wolf. God. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought, hey, yeah. you know what? You know which one we haven't done yet? What? Um, uh, you know who my favorite two showrunners are? Uh, David Benioff and my wife. Ooh, it's good. Oh, I know, that was just like, we were kind of sitting on that one. Okay. Um, yeah. So she explains to the dog, she's like, Nymeria, my dog, I'm going home. Um, do you understand? I'm going to Winterfell. And um, Nymeria leaves and her dogs do too, and they have to explain on the fucking inside of the episode what she fucking means. Yeah, Arya saying- Ari says it's not you to yeah, Nymeria. She, Nymeria, she's like, come with me, girl. And then the dog leaves, and then Arya's like teary-eyed and smiling and says, that's not you. And apparently this is because in season one, Ned was like, you need to grow up and knit and be a wife. And Arya's like, that's not me. Yeah, you know. I, I didn't, like, I didn't, I don't, for some reason, even though you watch it on fucking HBO television, they don't give you the inside the episode. So I had no idea what that meant until someone explained it to me. I, I have the fucking, this, that's not you, is a direct reference to when Arya said to her father that her father painted this picture of her for the life she could have as a lady of a castle and wearing a nice Philly dress. Arya's not domesticated, and it makes total sense that the wolf wouldn't be either. You know what I love about, um, mm. you know what I love about, like, I, I just, I love to equate, like, being feminine with being domesticated. Yeah, it's good. One thing, <laughs> it's, I don't know, this is... You can either be... <laughs> Like a, a like a plump hog, or you're like a murder wolf. Those are the two yeah. genders. <laughs> it's a great show. Um, it's the mo- yeah, it's it's the most um, watched show on television. I can't believe this show invented the fifth wave of feminism. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know about y'all, but I definitely remember a random string of three commonly used words from episode two. Um. And also they're like, yeah, this is the last we see of Nymeria Wolf, probably. And if I don't, like, there's, like, we're definitely, if, Nymer- if Nymeria Wolf and Nymeria Wolf friends don't show up and, like, help Arya in this episode. Ghost? Who? Ghost. Uh, remember when, um, in season five, he was, like, at Castle Black eating a chicken bone? Mm-hmm. Hey, remember how there are two dire wolves left? Yeah. And that neither of them exist. Yeah. Um I don't there's know. Gonna I, be, there's gonna be we haven't even seen the dragons yet, so there's they're fucking blowing the budget on that shit. They're you know. big though. They're so big. Speaking so big. of blowing the budget, um it's time for the ten minute final scene. It's bow uh, time. Oh god. It this 
so here's I'll do I'll say this for you quick. Here's the spark notes. They're down below deck, and then uh, Yara, is that her name? Yeah, y- Yara. Who? And, but also yes. And Alar Yara are talking, and then they're like, "Go away, Theon. Fetch me a drink, cuck." And then, <laughs> and then they're like kissing on the face. And then Ilaria says, like, there's going to be a foreign invasion in your pussy. And then they say, Theon, get out of here. So then Theon goes up, and then we see a scene of the Sand Snakes, and they're all in, like, matching, like, bunk beds. And they're like, I am going to kill you. And then the the other one goes, no, I will kill you. And it's not racist, because that fucking accent doesn't exist. And then then the boat is attacked, and then Euron rides a big thing. Euron is on the most biggest ship ever and he sails in from, He built it out of sand. He built it out of sand, and he sails in from the fog, his invisible ship, and then he rides, like, a big dragon battering ram down, and he's, like, laughing like the fucking Joker, and he lands, and he's like, ooh, it's murder time, and everyone starts getting killed. No, yeah, that's exactly what my notes say. That's what happened. What fucking accent are they doing? <laughs> It's really bad. Like, my favorite thing is that Ob- Oberyn's actor did his voice because he's like, oh, this is, like, how my, like, uncle or father, like, this is how yeah. he talked, and I just wanted to talk like him. And that means every Dornish person talks like that. Mm-hmm. All, all five of them. <laughs> Except for Doran, because he was weak. Yeah, he was a weak man. Weak men will never rule Dorn. Anyway, um, everyone gets killed. Un- hey, you know that that fun uncle. game we played last episode where it was like name like tell anything about a character that's not position or clothes? That got edited out because our connect- connection was Okay, destroyed. yeah, my my bad. Sorry. Uh-huh. Um okay, well last episode we were talking about how like you should be able to like you should be able to talk about a character in terms other than like the position that they hold or like the clothes they wear, I think were the parameters. <laughs> Those are the parameters. And it's yeah, it's and I'm trying to think of any difference between Joffrey, Ramsey, and Euron that aren't those. Euron get eye patch. That's the only it's just, one. It's sadistic evil kids, sadistic evil adult, and sadistic evil pirate, all of whom are but, evil like, for no reason. The only difference is Joffrey didn't like make the jokes. Yeah, that's true. Like, he wasn't depend- as quippy. De- depending on what the scene wanted. And like Joffrey like didn't get he didn't get 800 open wounds in a world without antiseptics and is fine. Yeah, like, in this, this, this scene, it was, like, so dark that you couldn't see anything that was going on, even though there was, like, fire. Remember when Euron's ship shot a fucking fireball? It cast yeah. a fucking third-level spell at, like, the Greyjoy <laughs> ship. Where is this happening? They're just, they were because, on the way so, to Dorne? So what happened was they, this whole, the, uh, like, Dorne and Greyjoy fleet must have left from Dragonstone. And Euron must have left from King's Landing. But that means they he must have... Cause it, Remember time, when the great... Timelines time, time are impossible, so he must have left and went to Dorne. And then what would have happened is, like, they would have bumped into each other. Like, there's no way this could have been, like, a sneak attack. Hey, remember how um, Jamie and Cersei knew that Daenerys was saving towards, sailing towards Dragonstone, which Stannis used to almost take the city in Blackwater, the most famous battle? Um, in years, and then um, they they get the fucking Iron Fleet from Euron, and they don't, and Euron passes it twice, and they don't take this abandoned castle. They definitely, wherever this is taking place, like, he definitely passed Dragonstone, and no one, like, neither of them stopped to say, hey, like, Daenerys didn't stop him, and he didn't, like, attack them. Also, every, like, every 
monarch or ruler in the show just loves to always be in front of their guards and scouts. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely put the important characters in the front of this vanguard with no scouts because they're the main characters and whatever. Um The thing about this scene is I don't know, it's such a good example of the discourse about if anybody can die. Anyway, mm-hmm. it's Game of Thrones. Did you honestly, did you even for a moment think that Theon was in any danger? No. Fuck no, because he's the only character that anybody cares about. So of course I he's thought, not going to die. Maybe like 20% Yara, 20% Ilaria, like 100% Sand Snakes. Like, yeah. at least one of them is dying this scene, I knew. Yeah, because they're the new Ollie, and they, they do the thing where they completely fuck up a character's introduction, and then all the fucking fandom hates them, and then they're like, oh, well, we meant to do that, and we meant for you to not like them, and now we're going to kill them off, and we're going to get credit for being yeah, epic. Yeah, isn't it, isn't it or, good that you know. we killed the character that no one likes? Like, you made that character. Yeah, you did that thing. Wow, she's um, hung by her own whip rope by the you, the most evil man to exist in the world. Isn't that good? I love having to look up who got hanged because it was so fucking I could, dark. I couldn't tell. Oh, um, also, at one point, uh, Euron, like, Euron is fighting... They take uh, Alaria captive, and then Euron is fighting Yara, and he gets her, and he sees Theon, and he's like, hey, what's up, no dick, what are you gonna do? And yeah, Theon, he literally like, that. looks around, and he sees, like, people getting their fucking tongues cut out, and, like, legs ripped off, and he, like, runs and jumps into the water, which, like, would make sense if Yara didn't previously scream the PTSD out of him. Yeah. So now, like, he, he could fight like a bunch of Bolton knights and disappearing dogs outside Winterfell but like whenever the whenever, from now on whenever the plot requires he be a wimp yeah it's gonna, a superpower he's going to like run away also yeah. like and it's another example of like of a Brian Cogman trying to to do storytelling because even at the beginning of the scene like Alaria treats Theon like a servant like Yara continues to be the fucking worst and like make him drink and be around sex which he doesn't like to do and there's like there's like violence and death all around him. Like that makes sense. Just fucking and in the inside the episode they were like, oh, you know, I guess that everybody was just a bit too quick to think that that Theon was cured. And it's like you fucking even, said that. It's even like it, it's even within the same scene because I have Theon on my fantasy team, and he got fifty points for murder. But like, first of all, I didn't see him kill anyone because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. So he could like murder five guys, but then get scared in the same yeah. scene. It's like whatever they want to happen, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. The thing is, um, I mean, everybody's misinterpreting the scene because, of course, it's a fucking mess. And everybody's like, Theon's a coward. Fuck Theon. I hope he dies. And this is kind of the first thing that I can think of on the show in several seasons that's actually worthy of discussion. Yeah. Like, like I can imagine a Game of Thrones podcast that likes the show just kind of like talking about like, oh, was Theon on the right? Was that reasonable? Like actually talking about themes and shit. Mm. And motivations, instead mm. of just like, this is the good guy doing the good guy thing. So, like, great work from Brian Cogman, I guess. Okay, great work, as always, from Brian Cogman. Like, um, hey, remember when uh, Yara abandoned Theon and then claimed he was dead because she ran into an armorless man with dozens of open wounds in a world without antiseptics? And Theon was, like, in a dog cage and, like, covered in shit, and he had no bones in his body, and, like, he had one tooth. And she was like, that's not my brother, anyway... Bye, and that was, like, a good thing she did. Yeah, like, it doesn't make sense for Yara to be just, like, a content hostage. 
Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make sense for Theon, who just like begs for a redemptive death, to just be like murdering everybody and like fleeing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Um, oh, also we should we should mention that um, although Obata Sand and Nymeria Sand uh, mm-hmm. were killed, human, human, Nymeria, Nymeria, Nymeria human, Nymeria, human. Nymeria Snake, mm-hmm. um, they were both killed. Um, the bad pussy one is still alive. I don't know which one that is. I, th- the... I, I thought Obara Sand was the one who said that, but... Oh, oh no, she's the one who says Obara Sand. She's the one who says Obara Sand. Yeah, and that's the episode. Um, um, I want to say, I'm not going to, because I, there's, like, spoilers for the rest of the season on the internet, and you can fucking, like, ask me if you want, I'll send it to you, but so far, they, they have, for the two episodes, they've been correct. Like, yeah. So, like, obviously some things have been left out. Like, but um, the mm. only thing that's even remotely wrong is that they said Nymeria Wolf shows up in episode three. Oh like, shit! That's, that's the only difference. So like these spoilers seem like real. Yikes! So, so yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember in November when we were at the fucking Funplex in New Jersey, mm-hmm. and the only spoiler I remember you telling me is, "Oh, Sam just cures Jorah's grayscale." Yeah, I'm I like. Mean, Oh man, I hope I forget that. <laughs> and that was even before this was like existed. Yeah, like this website. But anyway, um, you want to do a? Okay, I have two. Th- I have segments planned. Absolutely. Here's how it's gonna go fantasy update. How is okay. uh? Because I have my page up, so I'll start. Uh, oh, okay. The character assassination of Jamie Lannister by the cowards Weiss and Benioff. Previously in dead last with negative five points. Up mm-hmm. to fifth, fifth place with a cool 55. Mm. Big, big points from Theon this week. 50 points for violence. Uh, I think I got five from Olena, too. So that's that's where I stand. Nice. Um, well, Davos Seaworth is Pokemon going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, sitting sitting pretty in third place. Um, a big week for uh, status updates. Mm-hmm. Um, Nymeria Wolf got one. Sansa Stark got one. Um, Jon Snow did some violence. He did some wits. Mm-hmm. Um, he fu- he fought and he fucked. Well, he didn't fuck, but next to next. But to like Nymeria Wolf is a good like get for you now, but like you have to you have to consider the long term uh long term effects of having that character on your team. Yeah, um, and also I didn't get points for Melisandre getting a status update, which is horseshit, and I hate this game. Well, well, she wasn't officially like welcome to the team, was she? Yeah, but check this out. Who cares? Yeah. So far, uh, yeah, Sam has fucked, I have a net total of negative five, negative 20 points from Sam, and still nothing from the Night King, but I'm expecting, he's, he's the closer. Like, I bring him in at the end of the game. How is curing cancer zero points? Well, he didn't cure it yet. Maybe. He's in the process of curing it. Yeah. It's, it's happening. Um, want to do, want to do questions now? Yeah, hang on. Whoa, wait. Warg of the week! Oh, Warg of the week! Kim! I forget, I forget, it's I forget. It's the thing we say all the time, I just said it. Oh. Warg of the week! Oh, yeah, there it is. What, wait, didn't I have a warg yesterday? You did have a warg. It was a good one. Fuck. Fuck. If you remember it, just yell it. Somebody warged into Cersei. <laughs> a real live celebrity that's now. <laughs> Lena Dunham? Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran warged into Cersei. Boom. Confirmed. Yeah, okay. Uh, Warg of the um, Week. I can't I, believe I forgot Warg of the Week. Yeah, what the fuck? I, I was too concentrating on our new... Um, I was distracted. I understand. 
I apologize um, to our fans. Um, I wrote out a like, long one, but it kind of sucks. It's, it explains why like Cersei's hair yeah, isn't growing, even though Tyene has grown. To Ellen uh, Ellen Payne cuts it. Yeah, Ellen Payne cuts it, and I it was it ended up being like hair is poison and it kills you slowly. But anyways, that's kind of boring. I wrote a shorter one. Mm-hmm. Um, so John realized that he's gonna need help being king in the north. He faced a revolt this episode. That was in the episode description. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the north is turning against him. He's already been fucking stabby stabbed once. So that's why he goes to the crypts, right? Um, yes. Because how else? I mean, these are the old kings of winter. Um, I assume eventually Rob will be interred there. Um, maybe. Um, like, why else would he go to the crypts other than to convene with the former kings of the north? So, um, so a- as we know, as a ward, because he warged into Ghost to Survive and all that shit, he enters the Stark warg net and tries to commune with Rob. And since Rob was last seen warging Grey Wind... John tries to connect to Grey Worm. Unfortunately, he accidentally clicks Grey Worm, and that's how Grey Worm knows how to eat pussy, the technique that Jon Snow canonically invented. I... Yes. Confirmed. I like it. How else? John invented it! That's not a bit! <laughs> um, also, um, Bran could have been, like watching from above and he like knew Jon Snow did that and he like was like let's see what's happening on Dragonstone and he's like this is my time yeah like I can use my powers for good finally finally hey remember Uh, when fucking Hodor died he held the door he held the door remember the mystery of Hodor's name (laughs) (laughs) fucking like next week there's just gonna be Jamie sitting like Jamie reading a book and wondering aloud what does the word Valencar mean? <laughs> if only someone who spoke High Valyrian was here to tell me. Uh, questions. If you have a question, you can email us at postgot at gmail.com or send us an ask on our Tumblr, postgotthrones.tumblr.com. Um, we, we have so many. Yeah? We can, we can, because I, I want to, like, clear it out. So let's. Are like, they all what if Caldrogo became I, leader of I the White Walkers? I deleted at least five what if Caldrogo became leader of the White Walkers and were forced to fight his uncle Lisi. I deleted for, at least five of those. For $8,000 a month, we will answer that question. <laughs> um, we have like 10 anonymous questions. So that's how you know they're good, and we're going to tackle all of them. Oh, okay. Uh, these are all, until I give another name, these are all anonymous. Same one. Uh, knowing you guys are in the same universe as me, the universe where Game of Thrones is fucking bad instead of the universe where everyone else apparently lives and where it's great, is the only thing that keeps me sane anymore. Thanks for continuing to reassure the few of us stuck in this existence. Like, Yeah, you got it. Yeah. And it's like, even, pl- like, th- we always, like, joke about the AV Club being, like, A-, minus. it was bad. Being like, but, like, it, was, and- it was 60 minutes of Sam and Gilly having ball-slapping sex. A-. minus. And all of the actual complaints are, like, in the... Like, side note. The stray yeah. observations or whatever. Yeah, this is a little weird. But, yeah, like, I don't know. It's Maybe over time, like we say, people will be like, yeah, maybe it wasn't that great, but... I don't know, yeah. whatever. It's it's a it's the Baron the Berenstein universe is the one yeah. we're in. My dream my dream of spring is that people realize the Game of Thrones is bad after it's over. <laughs> you're gonna get a dream of spring and just gonna say Game of Thrones the TV show is bad inside a ninety seven <laughs> font and it's a picture of George R. R. Martin giving the finger. Honestly, five stars on Goodreads, easily. Uh, next question says... One hey, when's the winner in 2018? <sighs> you Maybe. Know the, you know the fucking Targaryen book is going to come out before... Fuck gonna yeah, to, and I'm going gonna... to have to kill Patrick in real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
uh, wanted to let you guys know, my mom, I think you mean me mom? Me mom? Has banned me for speaking during Game of Thrones because I kept calling Jura old fuck voice. <laughs> Alright, that's a good one. He's bad. Uh, oh god. Hey, so remember, how good, remember how good it was when Jorah Mormont was being tortured? Yeah, because of these grayscales? Yeah. It was nice to see, and I like looking at it. To me, that that, that might have been my lightbringer. Um, uh, this one says, mm, I love gratuitous murder and heavily implied rape of strong female characters in my Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's HBO, baby. Like, yeah, it's... Like I that don't know, article, that's... In that, in, it was a, the like update of fantasy team thing we do, that it was like, there hasn't been consensual sex on this show since 2013. Like, uh-huh. ooh. Yeah, it's, I don't know, I try not to be, like, a cultural studies major about it all the time, but, like, it's really bad that people are like, this is what feminism is. Mm. Um, yeah. Anyways. Uh, Anonymous asks, what's Game of Thrones? <laughs> Fuck if I know, dude. Fuck if I know. Anyone can die. All the time, all the time. Um, this is an anonymous question, but I feel like this is something that Andy would say. Okay. Uh, it says, Varys looked like a sad, sad egg. Why was the fucking grilled dog barbecue boy leaking mayonnaise? You hey, know, Andy. <laughs> you know they were proud of that bullshit shot to scene change. I hate the show. Yeah. If, I mean, if, are they are they going to do this every season where they do, like, a, a like funny a, cut from, uh, like, like turds? Funny, like, they do... <laughs> Hit me with it. Hit me! It's so bad! <laughs> Give, are you leaving the room? Yeah. Okay, I'll wait till you leave to tell this joke. It's gonna oh be boy, I can't wait. They're gonna. It's gonna be the the um sex scene between John and Daenerys, and it's gonna be a close up of her butthole, and then they're gonna do a star, <laughs> a star wipe to the wall. <laughs> That's really good. Thank you. Hey. Oh yeah. Um. Let me hit you with this. Um, okay, so I was talking to Jon Snow the other day, um, <laughs> and I was like, you know what, Jon? Uh, I think, uh, I think A Bug's Life is probably my favorite animated movie, and he was like, really? I prefer ants. <laughs> Bravo! <laughs> I, it was 6am, and I had just finished watching the episode for a second time, and then, like, as I closed my eyes to go to sleep, that joke came into my brain. I feel like I woke up at 6am for, like, like I bolted awake, and I was like, this isn't the time I have to be up, so why, why did I wake up like this? And now I know why, it's because you thought of that joke. <laughs> um, Man, good episode on our part. Good episode. Uh, did Daenerys not talk to Varys on the months-long boat journey from Marine to Westeros? Why is she deadpanning at him now? Also, rare quote from Reddit about how Dragonstone isn't as cool as it used to be with Danny in charge from someone who, with the st- the flair, Stannis did nothing wrong. Stannis was the fucking manis of Dragonstone. Danny is the queen of cucks, and it's disgusting. Did I send this? <laughs> I'm this ask? <laughs> I'm Reddit? But yeah, we all, like, another thing is that how much stuff we're supposed to accept happens off screen, unless it doesn't. Yeah. It's just, you know, John and Sansa never talk to each other unless they're yelling at each other in front of the entire North. Um, it's good. It's good. Uh, Anonymous, uh, still on the train, says, God bless you poor bastards. Thanks. Thanks. Until you're on kills. Um, you know, you know, it would, you would really bless me. 
Uh, $5 a month. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Capitalism, Capitalism is good. Thanks. Capitalism is good. Uh, is Homestuck better or worse than the bad show Game of Thrones? I don't know what Homestuck I is. I have no, I have no cultural reference for what, it's a, it's a, like a webcomic and there's, there's called, a guy sitting in a room and it's MS thing, Paint. There's a thing called Trolls, but it's not like Trolls the movie. It's like Trolls and they have And parents. I don't, I don't think it's horny, is it? I, I don't know. I don't think so. It's like for children, right? I said that to to, to grind that's some a, to grind some gears. Yeah, that's that's good. It's funny. Um, <laughs> really, my my gears are grinding just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think it's probably. I don't know. I was gonna say it's better, but like I've heard that Homestuck discourse is also bad. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think there's like it's 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 very much internet discourse. I feel like. I mean, it's just Undertale with trolls, right? Yeah, it's it's. I can't believe Homestuck ripped off Undertale. My thing is, I would rather go to DashCon than go to a Game of Thrones like fan festival. Same. So uh, yeah, anonymous final anonymous said, "I don't have anything to say, but I'm gay, and your show is good and fun. Love y'all. Thank you. Thanks. Keep keep doing you. Yeah, I love it." Uh-huh. Sorry about the representation in the show. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, now we get to all the user questions. Uh, friend of the show, Roy Fuck Warlock asked, why is P-Gut Discord the way it is? It's really funny. You should come, um, like, live chat the show with us. Um, it's funny. We talk it's about, funny. like, what if Cal Drogo was, like, the leader of the White Walkers, and, like, <laughs> what if Lady Stoneheart smoked weed and she was Lady Stoneheart? And, um... <laughs> Just like a lot of shit talking about Henry Kissinger lately, which is good. A lot about Henry Kissinger dying all the time. Yeah, all the time, all the time. Uh, Tumblr user Theons asked a question, and they said, On a scale of one to I want to scrap my own eyes out of my skull, Halo 4 skull, with my bare hands, how dirty does seeing what the show did to Euron and the Sandstakes make you feel? Like, not even in terms of what happened. Like, none of them are, like, my favorite characters. But just how, mm-hmm. like... I, like blatant it is that like they don't care um here's my thing you're on fucking sucked in this scene um he was doing like a, he was doing like this episode ends on him doing his shitty jared leto joker laugh mm-hmm. and the, every shot for like the final 10 minutes is him bugging out his eyes as big as he can make them and it's it's just really it's really just like move over ramsey but it's <laughs> Like, yeah, Euron's not my favorite character, and honestly, like, I think the Sand Snakes are not really great in the books either. They're definitely better. Like, they're better, and they're, the whole thing in the books is, like, we, like, I want to fight. Like, I want to do it this way, but, like, they all have a common goal or whatever, and it's, like, they're going to help in this way. Yeah, like, it's, a, like it's it. a little Fox Force 5, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not, and also hey, remember, best- remember the scene in this episode where, um, Tyene is, like, but my mama said, and then... Obara, Obara Sand and Nymeria are like make fun of her saying mama for 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And they're like, mama, 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 mama. And it's very funny and good television. It's prestige mm-hmm. TV. Remember how Aurelis the Sphinx is the best sand snake? Yeah. I did. I read an article with uh, Nymeria Snake uh, mm-hmm. after she got killed off. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, there was a lot of discussion on whether we should have Nymeria or Sorella. And I, I'm happy they made this choice. Sorella is like not, she's not, she's someone else. Like, she pretends to be someone else, a different part of the world. Like, she's not even related to the main, like, Sand Snakes plot from the books. It's good. Uh, Tumblr user um, Sid Rock asked a question. This just like Victorian. This one says, imagine if when the camera pointed to Nymeria, she just started cranking her hog. 
It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Also, um, I have never seen such a trash fire of an episode. Do you think they'll top it with a bigger trash fire before the end of the season? Yes. I in, act- yeah, in absolutely. Terms of, like, this was just like a regular Game of Thrones episode. Like in terms of wild shit that makes no sense. Like yes. Um, yeah, I, I haven't read the spoilers and I don't want to, but it seems everybody on the Peacock Discord is fucking losing it over it, which makes me very excited. Um, it, in terms of how bad it's going to be. It's just dumb. Um, the thing, like. I'm actually, like, I, I, in a walk, I enjoyed this episode more than I enjoyed the premiere. Oh, yeah, me too. And I'm, I'm really surprised, actually, that people are, like... Because, my, like, the thing, a lot of, the thing is, a lot of the, like, first half of this episode was people talking about, like, plans and motivations and shit, which I would like in the books, but all of this is, it's just, like, too late. Like... Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's, it's not why people watch, um, and it's not earned, mm-hmm. and it's, the thing is, like, I've seen a lot of criticism that's... It's saying things like uh, this show has t- this episode had too much talking, and like most of the episode, most of the scenes I want to see are talking. Yeah, like I want to see the shitty like, onion as, bandit as at White soon Harbor. As Euron like landed on the boat, I was like, oh, we have to have a fucking eight minute fight scene for the rest of the episode. Like, yeah, great. roll for initiative. Um, yeah, Tumblr user Venusaurphobia asked the question: uh, What if Arya wore Nymeria's face? I mean, that's the work of the week, then, isn't it? Then Nymeria would be forced to join White Walkers and fight her own Arya, is what would happen. Man, right? it's going to be so cool and shocking and good when Nymeria helps Arya fight the White Walkers. Hey, you know what's going to be really good? Hmm. Um, when Arya goes to Winterfell and reunites with Sansa, and then Sansa apologizes for being the worst all the time, because she always does, and that's how she says hi to people. It's going to happen. And then also Arya and Sansa hate each other as soon as after they reunite. Also, a um, thing I think Kim I think mentioned is that Arya is going to go to Winterfell now, and John had to leave. So when she gets there, John isn't there because they had, they had like an actual relationship. Yeah, and that's so hard to adapt. It's very hard. Uh, Tumblr user Billbox Fieri asked, "Why are the Unsullied going to cross an entire continent to take Casterly Rock, and why are they just going to be there the next episode?" Tyrion's a good guy. Then it's gonna, we're gonna get, like, an establishing shot of Casterly Rock, which is just gonna be a regular castle on a hill, and, like, a bunch of Unsullied around it. And Grey Worm on the phone, like, we took it. It also, like, I don't know if you watched the, um, the 30-second preview or whatever of the next episode, and, um... Yeah, but I don't, like, remember any of it. Yeah, I guess it doesn't matter. It's just, like, Euron, like, showing up on a horse in King's Landing, and he's very happy. Um, and there's, like... I don't know, some fighting in King's Landing, and then it shows um, John walking into Dragonstone and Daenerys on her throne waiting mm-hmm. um, with, like, her legs spread like basic instinct. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only reason why this is treated like such a big deal is because they're the main characters. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is... It's not... In-universe, it's not that big of a deal that, like, Jon Snow would meet Daenerys Targaryen. Like, Casterly Rock like, being taken is a fucking much bigger thing in the grand scheme of, like, the world than Jon yeah. Snow meeting his aunt. And it won't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, there's... Is the same... This is the same show where they're, like, there's nothing between King's Landing and Winterfell. They're sailing around the entire continent to take... Um... But, like, I, I know, like, smart ways of war, but... What if they like they have to pass Dorne to do this? So why did they take like separate ships? You know what I mean? 
Like, why did Alaria to... leave that day and then Grey Worm leaves the next day? Like, why didn't they all leave together? So they split up their army. army. Whatever. Because um, they, they need a big army so they can split it up and not use it. Uh, Tumblr user Ape of Naples. We got a, we got a trio here. Uh, okay. This, I'm going to save the funny one for last, even though it was sent first. Uh, it says, you're watching Game of Thrones, the show that doesn't advocate the cool slime of... Cool slime. <laughs> crime of kinslaying. Slime for kinslaying, everybody. It, it was bad until it wasn't. That's it's how. really... It's Re- all that's remember, happening now. Remember how in the books, in the books, Euron literally, like, says no man, or, like, no man is more accursed in the eyes of God than the Kinslayer, so he purposely didn't kill Balon Greyjoy, so he was like, technically, I didn't kill him. Yeah, it was the fall on the water, and then also he shoots a crossbow into the sky and kills God. Yeah. Uh, it sure is cool how D&D discovered lesbian porn just in time to have a character almost have sex in front of her traumatized brother for audience titillation just before she dies. Did Ilaria die? No, she and Tyene like, got taken prisoner, but it's it's shot so same, bad. Same, yeah. And like people even think Yara died just because like at the end of the episode he does Euron does the Joker laugh and then he walks off screen. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a there's a person being hanged and it's Nymeria, but it's hard to tell. Uh, um, Hot, Hot Pie knows everything that happens in the world because he has Batman's fucking like uh, sound tracking device that like uh the old man was like don't use this batman he's like i do what i have to do and then he found out where everyone (laughs) is that's that's what uh pot pie has yeah um Uh, hey remember how like fucking gendry is just gonna row by and say hey Tyrion, i'm just on my way to dragonstone and then he's gonna tired he's gonna gonna pick up theon yeah to safety uh this last who cares this last one says euron is best genist which is very funny to me uh you should watch uh, My Hero Academia is very good. Oh, okay. I assume that was a JoJo thing that I don't know about no, yet. In My Hero Academia, there's a hero named Best Genist, who just has a full, like, denim suit and a cool haircut, and he's named Best Genist. And his his power is he can use, like, threads. Like, he uses the threads of his clothes to, like, fight, like, tie people up and, like, pull stuff and stuff. But so, like, so, like, so it's like how a JoJo villain would use their veins? Pretty much. But his name is Best Genist. Cool. Um, taking turns at random, the Targaryen loyalist asked a question, and this one says, Do you think Game of Thrones could ever bungle another huge reveal as badly as they did Jon's parentage? What reveal do you think is coming that will inevitably be, inevitably be horribly disappointing? What, fuck, what if Khal Drogo came back as a white worker? Blah, 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 blah. blah. <laughs> <laughs> he, tricked, he tricked me to that oh, one. The Targaryens are good now. Targaryens are, yeah, Targaryens Patrick's are good. good. Fucking tricked me into reading that shit. Okay. <laughs> good job. I take that back. I was kidding. TMTM. The Dragon Terror Initiative is in full effect. Yeah. The thing. I mean, Azor High is pretty much all that's left, right? It has to be Azor High. Like, that's it. Or, like, what if he was called Azor High because he smoked weed? That would be so good. Like, that has to be it. Like, that's. Because, like, what's left? I mean, the Valonqar is pretty straightforward. Which which isn't even in the show, but will be in the show. Yeah. So. Like, how Cersei had four kids, but then three kids, and then didn't have a brother. Yep. It's good. Uh, hey, remember Orson Lannister? He was the Beatles one, right? That was yeah. That was in fucking season four. Jesus. Uh, Siberian, it's been bad. Siberian Pine says, "I don't even know what to ask. It's so bad. Thank you for guiding us on this journey." Oh, no problem. I hey, it's will. Where your where your lasagna? Will where? Let us hurt so you don't have to. Uh, Tumblr user Dwellington asked a question. 
How do you boys navigate the this thing you like is bad actually conversation? I have a good friend who's very into Ready Player One. Uh, don't, get me, <laughs> don't get me fucking started. You see, and I feel bad about taking away their enjoyment of something, but also feel some responsibility to be a conscientious media enjoyer. Like the thing is, <laughs> yeah, this is kind of tricky because, like, even if like no one is just going to change their opinion overnight. Yeah. Like, no matter what you do. Like, it's like politics. Oh, like, I didn't wake up one day and I was like, oh, I'm a communist now. Like, that, that, oh, it happened, I did. like, okay. oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like something that just has to happen, like, over time. Like, and if you're too, like, shitty about it to just be, like, more, like, no, I like it. Yeah. I mean, like, this, again, like, I say this all the time, but despite this podcast, I am very pro enjoy what you want to enjoy. Mm. Like, find happiness where you could find it. However, like, as you said, like, being a conscientious media enjoyer is important because, as you can see, very clearly like, in the last week, you just if have you, to kind of accept that most people aren't. And, like, if you don't, if nobody criticizes, like, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss in the mainstream, then HBO will pay them $100 million to make a show about what if racism didn't end in the 1860s and what like, if slavery like, still happened. Like, I... I mean, I don't want it to happen, but I also want the Racism Factory show to happen, because then, like, we'll see, like, oh, they are just, like, hack for odds. They're fucking hacks, Like, but... it, it'll be, unless this is based off of a book or something, it'll be the only original material any of them have ever done. Mm-hmm. Like, not based off of something that exists already. Yeah, not X-Men Origins Wolverine. Or, like, Troy, or whatever. Yeah. The thing, the, the thing that I'm already cringing about is there's gonna be think pieces that's like, confederate is no game of thrones but then again what well, could yeah. be oh the masterpiece 97 emmy or yeah. game of thrones they're just one hit wonders it's like, no they're fucking zero it's none uh friend of the show rory fuck warlock asked a question and it says if you didn't cover it in the episode proper we did not i need you to talk a little about the article about how non-heteronormative but still heterosexual game of thrones is because it's the only way i'm ever going to log out of online about it do i have to yes Roy wants it. Roy gives us money, please. Roy gives us money. Like, I'm, like, a straight dude, so I don't, like, it's dumb. <laughs> like, Yeah, it's an article on Inverse.com, and it's all about how Tormund and Brienne are a rare Game of Thrones bright spot. And it's it's explaining it's, that because Brienne doesn't like to wear dresses, and she, like, presents more masculine and wears, like, armor that mostly men wear in this universe, that, like, the relationship is actually progressive, even though... She has never consented to his advances even once. Never and once. Like, and he's like, oh, like fucking, like lip, licking his lips and his eyeballs are popping out at her. And he's from. He's doing the fucking Auga fucking and, and Louis from, Tunes thing. He's from a culture where men just steal women and take them as prizes. And also, it's they're still, like, straight. So, like. Yeah, uh, and it also says that, um. It, it, it harkens back to John and Egret's conversation from season three about silk dresses. How, like, Egret does the thing that all badass women on the show do, where they talk shit about femininity and women. Um, like, it's not subverting it if they're, like, saying, this is bad. They're just doing it. And like, the yeah. only, like, like non-traditional female representation on the show is a girl saying, like, knitting's for gays, and then, like, firing a Tommy gun into the moon. Like, I love... How there's no use in the North for knitting when there's an entire army in the fucking winter. Yeah. It's great. Um, There's no wildling women anymore? Yeah. There's only Liana Mormont. It's like Children of Men. She's the only woman. Um, Uh. And yeah, the article says that 
the John and Ekert's relationship is not fully heteronormative, though still heterosexual. How? And there's a scene Why? where because John... One, because one time Egret was John's prisoner and they fuck in a cave? Like... I guess... It's... <laughs> Brienne's self-identification as neither neither a knight or a lady feels like the next step in the show's commentary on That's... gender. The show hasn't commented on gender what? once. One of the two genders. Knight or the lady. Fucking... This is the thing, like, the, like they, Brian Cogman fucking, like, he was so proud of, like, oh, the prince that was promised could also be a princess. Mm. Like, shit, like, every, every women and gender studies department in the country just shut down because they fucking nailed it. It's, it's like when someone says, like, I don't care which gender you are. Uh, it's bad. Yeah. I don't care it's which gender you are. It's bad, and I hate, I hate how many fucking, like, the rapid pace of think pieces that keep coming out because I don't want the show to just become us reading verbatim this article about how, how it's extremely progressive for Tormund to be creeping on this woman because she's tall and wears armor. And she fights good. Yeah. Anyway, that's the episode. Man, remember how she like, remember her and Jamie? Anyways. I, I do. Anyway. Yeah. Do you want Man, to it's do... going to be so shocking when Jamie turns on Cersei. Do you want to do the thing we mentioned once of a different Lightbringer? Oh, yeah. Do you have one? I, I do. I know you don't. So Yeah. Give me a chance. Okay. Uh, so for Lightbringer, we're bringing it back. Instead of saying something good that happened in the episode, we're talking about something we like or just like a recommendation or something. Because So we're not always negative. And I'm, uh, this week, I'm recommending, uh, 17, what is it, 17, 17, 76? Yeah, it's the, the it. numbers. It's the numbers, it's like 17776, uh, by John Boyce, it's on SB Nation, and it's about, it's, it has been compared to Homestuck, but it's only, you can read it quickly, it's not like a 10-year thing. And the basis of it is what, what will football look like in the future? And I don't want to say more than that. But if you don't like football, you should still read it. It's just, like, nice. It's just, like, a nice thing on the internet. So, yeah. Um, fuck, what have I consumed recently? Splatoon? Um, oh, yeah, Splatoon 2 is good. Um, I read um, Capitalist Realism by Mark Fisher, if you want to, like, get in on, like, the socialist whining with the, the, rest, of, <laughs> the rest of the folks over at Pigot. Um, it's a it's a good accessible read. Splatoon's really fun. There's little kids and they make ink, um, and they can kid now squid now. Um, the more kid you are, the more squid you are, and it's really fun. And you should, if you have the means, you should get a Nintendo Switch and add me. It's fun. I'm Air Brooks on there. If you want to add me, Mayor Brooks, Air Brooks, that's oh. Air Bud. Okay, uh, yeah, I was. I, I, that's yeah. what I'm called in Animal Crossing. Uh, yeah, I should know. That's the episode. We did it, Kim. Mm, whoa. I really thought we weren't going to go long this week. We went long, cleared out that S-box, buddy, is what I did. <laughs> John's going to clear out Daenerys' S-box. <laughs> Fuck you. Give GOT to go. Give GOT to go. Your lasagna, Garfield. Lasagna, the hedgehog. Uh, Garfield, Sonic, ha- hedgehog. Happy Seems. shitting. Happy shitting. Bye. <laughs>